Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760. We got Adrian Hernandez. We got Brandon Deutsch. Grant Mona from the Sporting Tribune will be joining us in the second segment. I'm still in Seattle because it is, by the way, guys, I never knew about this in Seattle. Again, when you think of Seattle, you normally think of it's rainy, it's cloudy, it's overcast, and it's probably like that 90% of the time. I got to tell you, it is maybe the best summer city. It is 75 degrees and sunny here on a Wednesday day after the MLB All-Star Game. I love this city in the summer. I don't know if I want to be here back in the fall or the winter. <laughs> but, Adrian, this is a fun city to be in in the summer. No, I mean, I really I do want to go out there. I mean, we talked a little bit about the Sonics um, in Seattle yesterday with the talk of expansion in the, uh, in the NBA. But, look, you're saying that 75 – on a Wednesday here in Las Vegas, it is about one twelve right now. <laughs> so it seems like the perfect getaway. Um, and you know, Seattle, Seattle has so much culture. Uh, I'm a gamer. Xbox, Microsoft's over there, and Safeco Field. Although now it's about twenty years old. I think this is the second All Star Weekend festivities that they've hosted. Um, it's been great to see everything that, that's been going on, and kind of jealous, but glad that you're out there making sure our baseball coverage is right here at the Tribune. Yeah, exactly. Um, Got a loop in Brandon because the story of 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 the weekend in Seattle of uh, home run derby Monday, the game Tuesday. Really, the focus wasn't so much on on those things. It was really on Shohei Otani, Brandon, and Freddie Freeman didn't want to say that they're recruiting him. Will Smith, so pure and honest, he can't lie. Will Smith has basically said, "Yeah." I'd love to play with Shohei. I'd love to catch Shohei. I would love for him to come and play with us and we can go on and win a World Series. Uh, clearly, obviously, the Dodgers would love to have him. Brandon, your, your thoughts, uh, not only on this being really the story of the All-Star game and, and the second half of the season, but I, I do think Seattle is a dark horse, a pick for him to go play. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, we talked about it last year, Rosh, Seattle, obviously the Ichiro connection uh, being the closest uh, American city that has a professional baseball team to Japan uh, makes, you know, uh, how that works. I think it's just a little more to the left than obviously the rest of the West Coast. But at the same time, I, I think the interest is there. They have the money. They're a good young team. They got Julio Rodriguez, you know, put on a show in the Derby. Obviously, he didn't win, but that's, that's been a norm recently. Um, and I know we'll get into two days ago's Derby. Um, you know, that was definitely a show, and we'll get into that then. But they have Julio. They have Jared Kalanick. They have an excellent young pitching staff with Bryce Miller, um, Logan Gilmert, George Kirby. And they obviously traded two of their top guys in Edwin uh, and, and Arroyo, Christian Arroyo, or Edwin Arroyo. I don't know which one. There's an Arroyo that's 27 and an Arroyo that's 19, but they traded him and Noel B. Marte for Luis Castillo last summer. 
And they've got just an excellent young team. And Shohei could be the missing piece in them being a perennial World Series candidate, especially with the Rangers getting better, the Houston Astros continuing to be great. Um, I wouldn't rule them out. I think they have a better chance than a lot of people give them credit for. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be very interesting where he ends up. Uh, speaking of the All-Star game, so Adrian, I could go from one All-Star game to the next. It is officially WNBA All-Star game uh, weekend. Kind of interesting, though. Uh, we have one more big game before the All-Star uh, week weekend in Vegas. It's in Los Angeles at the Crypto.com Arena. The Las Vegas, Las Vegas Aces coming to Los Angeles to play the uh, Sparks. I mean, here's the thing. I love super teams. I think when we look back at some of the great teams in sports history, we think of the Chicago Bulls of the 90s, the Yankees of the 90s, the Cowboys the, of the 90s. The but, 16 Cavaliers. Well, there you go. Why not? <laughs> but uh, I, I wouldn't call them a super team, but uh, they did be beat a super team, right? The, the 2016 Cavs weren't a super team? They got three no. Hall of Famers on that team. No. What are you, what are you talking about? Oh if you're a, if you're a super bro, if you're a super team, you're favored in the finals. They they beat the super team. They beat a seventy three win team. So that was an amazing accomplishment. There can be more than one super team. We're dealing with it in the WNBA, the Warriors no. and the Cavs. So let me. I mean, whatever. We we all have our different uh, you know descriptions. A, a super team is a team that's so far and away beyond the rest of the pack during the course of the season. You're kind of wondering why you're like even playing the season. Now the Warriors. We're supposed to be that team. Again, when you win 73 games in a season, and if you're 73 and nine, like at some point you're wondering, okay, like let's just fast forward this thing and hand them the title. At no point during that season did someone say that about the Cavs. So what I'm saying is we're thinking about that with Las Vegas. I mean, they're going through the season and it's like, like, yes, they've lost two games, but at some point you get bored. At some point you're going to lose a couple of games along the way. So, Adrian, is that a good thing for the league? I think everyone knows the Las Vegas Aces. They've got, you know, as you said, I think when, when, when it's all said and done, they're going to have maybe four or five future Hall of Fame players on this team. Is that good for the league? Um, 100%. I, I think it was needed for the WNBA. And, you know, uh, I'm a little confused. I, I do think there can be more. There, there can be two mega powers and everything because right now it's what we got in the WNBA. We got the Aces that are proven and the New York Liberty that they're still trying to get it together. Um, New York isn't a super team. That's different. New what York's do we a mean? good team. Okay, so here's... They're, they're, here. they're, they're trying to become one. They got MVPs on their team. They got all-stars on their team. They're building. To me, like... So, I, I'll put it like this. And so when you have a super team, and maybe I we need to think of something. When you had the 1990s Bulls, I'm going to give my flowers to the Utah Jazz of the 90s because they got to the finals twice and they had Carl Malone and John Stockton. They're not in the same class as the 72-win Bulls. You know, so, sure. you, know, so you, you can have good teams. You can have great teams. There's a different class for historically great, transcendent. When you look at, like, the greatest teams of all time, like – with, from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, there is no doubt that there is this one team and the rest of the league. And it doesn't happen too often. I mean, it's, it's extremely rare. So the reason that we talk about the 90s Bulls, then the 90s Yankees, you know, from the beginning of that season to the moment that they held the you know, championship, there was zero doubt they were going to win. Now, some points you get two teams. Cowboys in San Francisco back in the 90s. You had Troy Aikman, Steve Young. And so it was like you had two 
good teams. And that's kind of what's building right now in the WNBA is what I'm trying to say. I just don't put New York in that same class, though. I mean, they play. No, for sure. Yeah, so. No, for sure. So New York is trying to do that, but. Yeah, and, and and that's that's really what I was getting at. That they're they're attempting, they're they're trying to dethrone the Aces. You know, there hasn't been a a back to back champion in the WNBA in over twenty years. So what the Aces are trying to do is historic. To your point, and there's two mega powers. We'll put it at that: the West Coast with the Aces and the New York Liberty. And even that, which already has a a whole bunch of hype. And they've played once, and the, and the Aces kind of dominated and made a statement. Now there's more fuel to the fire. Summer League, of course, also means for gamers out there, 2K finally starting to reveal the next version of NBA, which what they did is they released the cover. Of course, the Mamba edition, Kobe, NBA 2K24. And for the WNBA edition, the WNBA cover, they put Sabrina Ionescu on there. Of course, a protege of Kobe Bryant, but someone who has made the All-Star game once in her career, someone that doesn't have the the accolades that an Asia Wilson, a champion in every level, high school, collegiate, has statues, has MVPs, just had an MVP. So there was a lot of confusion. There was a, a lot of animosity. So that's that's all building up. So I think that the Aces, to answer your question, in terms of, are they staying ready and are they staying prepared? I think so. And and, and they also have their own problems that they need to fix because this team is still getting used to each other, kind of like the New York Liberty, and everyone's getting getting their bearings together. Um, and, and, you know, Kelsey Plum ha- has been, hasn't been having that hot of a season. Well, a couple of days ago over the weekend, she dropped 40, and everyone's having their little moments. And they're getting tested from, from different teams. Like, there's a lot of great teams in this league and the, the aces aren't like, I don't believe from me going there and, and talking to the team and being there. I don't think they're in there. Like, yo, we show up, we'll do our job. We'll be fine. Like they still know that they need to improve and they still have the foot on the gas uh, to a bigger point as we head here into the all-star weekend. And, and I wanted to add to uh, it's rare. We see something. If we look at the futures, yeah, you know, at the all-star break for the WNBA, Minus 400, the Aces, to win the championship. Almost a guarantee to win the WNBA championship, Vegas is alluding to. That is so rare, and I feel like a super team of this stature is is rare to see in all of sports, like how dominant they are. Like, Adrian, it's like as good as the New York Liberty are, are they going to beat the Aces? No, I don't think so. Like, I... I don't believe so, and I and that that was when the the when all the transactions were happening in the off season. Um, but I do think it's great for the league. And to go back really quick, you bring that up, and you're saying it's almost a guarantee. Becky Hammond, since the moment she spoke to the team and this roster was put together, has put it in their head that anything you guys have done in the past in your historic careers, the championship you won, none of that means anything and that there's too much talent and everyone's hungry in the league to dethrone the Giants with all the hype and Asia Wilson being on Ruffles commercials and Candace Parker being on TNT and Kelsey Plum being on Kevin Hart's this and that and Jackie Young with Usher, like the plethora of of everything that surrounds the Aces that most of the teams around the league do not get. So to me, that's important for them in terms of them trying to win the championship. But to a bigger picture, to have two superpowers in two huge markets, a West Coast, East Coast, like in my opinion, that's great for the league. That's great for the WNBA because as much as I hate 
some of the things going on in sports media in a whole bunch of ways. This debate culture, especially that that's in basketball and the arguments and rings this blah, 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 blah. We kind of need a little bit of that in the WNBA. We need some spiciness. We need some tension between fan bases. And be clear, a lot of Aces fans feel disrespected that how the hell are you not going to put Asia Wilson on the cover of a video game, but you're going to put someone that only has one all-star appearance in her career. And I get the Kobe. I understand what they're doing, and I know exactly why they did that. But you could argue other than Peyton Hillis on the Madden whatever cover, which was different because that was the only time that EA Sports said, we're going to do a fan vote and let the fans decide who they want to put on the cover. That's the only reason he was on the cover. You could argue in sports video game history, no athlete has had less accolades to get a cover than Sabrina INSQ. I realize why they did it again because it's Kobe, but when you have a monumental team, a super team, like Arash just said, the few and far between in the history of sports and you're living in that moment and at their prime and at their apex you're not going to put Asia Wilson who you could argue might end up being the greatest women's basketball player ever it's kind of crazy in my how, opinion how about this and we gotta we gotta you know call out our uh, at least my good friend Bryce Yang of 2k Ronnie 2k LeBron did you see what his score was did you see what his score was he's a hundred Come on, bro. Like, he was 100, like, maybe f- five years ago or six or seven or whatever. I mean, LeBron's score in the game, he's 100. And, Adrian, you'll appreciate the Austin Reeves score. He's a 90. He's a 90. In what, are <laughs> what are we doing? Wait, these are new ratings? Like, yeah. we're, they're, yeah. like the they're actually going to use 100s now? They are going to use 100. LeBron, I think. That's a rare thing. Time, yeah. LeBron got 100. Like, I like that they're doing the... I like that they're increasing the ratings because I think Reeves is still one of the more underrated players in basketball. Like, I think he's easily a top 50 player. You don't like, say. I, I, you don't say. I didn't know yeah, that. I'm just going to be – I'm just going to just, just watch. He has the whistle of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I mean, he gets fouled every possession he wants. He can get to the rim. He's one of the most efficient scorers in the league, and his playmaking's elite. Uh, his defense is okay. It's not bad. So, I mean, you add all that in. I mean, this is he's still 25. We act like – Oh my gosh, he's so old. Like, no, nah, dude, he still has like 10 years of his prime if he wants it, you know? Love it. Love I'm just it. saying, but I like that. And by the way, I think Victor will be close to a 90. Did they release his rating? I don't think they have. So they're, 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 they're leaking it out. You know, it's like the small, yeah. small drips. Uh, but yeah, the, the LeBron. They're like, news stories now. Out. They really are. They really are. 100%. And listen, I totally agree with you. It should have been Asia Wilson. Maybe because Sabrina's in New York. Maybe because of the Kobe connection. It's um, the Kobe connection for yeah. sure. They're, the yeah. early, they're really going down with the NBA 2K24. Um and it's also it's also their 25th anniversary, which is crazy to hear. 25 years of NBA 2K, um, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But please be assured to answer your question about are the Aces lollygagging? Like these women are very they know everything that goes on and everything that's said from the random guy with a pickle as his avatar on Twitter uh. to NBA 2K going, yeah, let's not put you guys on the cover. Hey, I think that's good for a team because sometimes if you watch the last dance, Jordan would like create things like mm-hmm. a guy may not have said something, but in his mind, he's going to pretend like he disrespected him. So like the 2K thing may not seem like it's a big deal, 
but they're going to make it a big deal. I don't want to go down this road, but like Joe Biden's tweet may not have been worded uh, correctly and he may not have meant anything by it, but you're going to take it as a disrespect because when you're that much better than the rest of the league and you're winning games by 15, 20 points, you have to create things. And sometimes it's not that hard to create when a tweet's there or someone's on the cover that should not be you're going to use that as fuel. And so we'll see. Hell, I mean, yeah. even tonight, tonight's the ESPYs, right? Yep. And, and the, uh, the WNBA player of the year was announced over the weekend. I didn't know that they were, the ESPYs were like the Grammys. Yeah. Right. Where they announced some of the, the awards like before or days before. And like, they take all that into consideration. So it's a beautiful thing. And I do want to say before, before we, we switch topics or shift gears, similar to you being in Seattle for the MLB All-Star game, I don't know if you're coming down here, but of course our Las Vegas crew will have coverage throughout. So be sure, just like you're watching us, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, subscribe YouTube uh, slash at the Sporting Trib, all our social media. We will be posting throughout the weekend. They're, they're doing an experience similar to the NBA. Yesterday, the Las Vegas signs are orange to signify yeah. that the W is in the building um, and in the orange carpet and all this different events. We will have full coverage for you guys as well as the week uh, goes along. By the way, I got to. Tap, I got to pat myself on the back. You know, I had said this a while ago that uh, they should combine the NBA Summer League and WNBA uh, uh, Weekend, the, 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 the uh, WNBA All-Star Weekend and the NBA Summer League, combine it same weekend, make it a thing in Vegas every single year because the entire league is there. So it's a beautiful marriage of the WNBA and the NBA, and uh, again, I know they're doing it this year, and I know they want to spread the love, but just plant that flag in, plant that flag in Vegas. Make it an annual thing in Las Vegas. There is some pushback to that, though, from I some of the you. W fans, because they basically, like, for example, WNBA fans are kind of upset that every time an NBA player shows up to a game that they make it such a big deal, but when the WNBA players show up to an NBA game, they don't pay attention at all, and that they kind of want the spotlight for themselves and kind of want the support. So I hear you, but I live here in Las Vegas, so I wouldn't be a proponent to having it every year, and why not make it a bigger spectacle and celebrate the sport? But I do understand the flip side yeah. of that as well. They would, they want to spread the love. I get the – I mean, here's the thing. I don't agree with the pushback, but I get it. You know, I, I heard that from years from a lot of, you know, soccer fans and, and hockey fans, and I don't want to call it a niche sport, but you have to embrace it. You know, when people talk about, hey, look at LeBron James courtside at a game or look at so-and-so, embrace all coverage, you know. I mean, and the reason I say that is because the players do. The players love when they see LeBron there or Shaq courtside or whatnot. So, I think it's a good thing. Welcome all the love that you get. I, I, I think there's no bigger fan of the WNBA than the NBA players. You know, game recognized game. And I think so, like, anytime Joe Fan or the Pickle Avatar, as you say, says something, well, who the heck are you? Like, LeBron James is courtside. And, and I'm not saying that because he's, like, an NBA player and I'm – they all support each other. And so, you know, again, it, it's been it's been around for 25 years. I was at the very first game at the Forum, Los Angeles Sparks, New York Liberty, Rebecca Lobo, Lisa Leslie. So I've been supporting the league for quite a long time. And I know that it's it, it, it's going to take some time uh, for some people 
to get around. But the, the most important thing that I see is two things. Number one, if you look at the TV numbers, they are growing. But the biggest thing that I see is the growth and popularity of the women's college game. And the reason that that's important is you become connected to these players when they're in college. So now you're invested in the draft. Now you're invested where these players go. And once they get drafted to whether it's your team or the opposing team, and then maybe you don't have a WNBA team in your city, but your favorite college player uh, got selected to, let's just say, Las Vegas. You're now a Las Vegas Aces fan. And so that that all of this helps the growth of a league. And I must say, 25 years seems like a long time. It's really not. When you look at how long it took certain professional leagues to grow in popularity. All right, let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be joined by the Sporting Tribune's Grant Mona talking a little bit more about Shohei Otani, the Angels and the Dodgers and all that good stuff. When we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or comment, you just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Southern California, Las Vegas, or Hawaii, call our hotline 310 400-0340. All right, let's go out to the Circus Sports guest hotline and join our good friend Grant Mona of the Sporting Tribune. We'll see how his reception is. He is a man about town, so he is in his car. Uh, Grant, I was just telling the crew that the talk of the All-Star Weekend wasn't the home run derby, although J-Rod did an amazing job. It was not the game because no one really cares about the game at this point. Uh, it was about Shohei Otani. Where is Shohei Otani going to go? I talked to Freddie Freeman. I talked to Will Smith. I talked to all the Dodgers. Some of them were a little bit more forward than others about how much they would like to play with Shohei. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. Shohei Otani, again, the, I mean, Will Smith, I got to love the honesty of Will Smith basically saying, Yes, I want to play with them. Yes, I want them to come to the Dodgers. Yes, come here. Let's win the World Series together. Yeah, look, the I think that you're right. The, the whole talk and the narrative around everything right now is just about him. And it seems like we're asking players about what they would think of Shohei Otani on their team as opposed to their actual teams at the current state. So it's it's weird because I don't think I've seen – I've seen this in the NBA, you know, obviously with LeBron, you know, changing teams. And I've seen this with – you know, many different players in the NBA where they ask them about, hey, would you want to play with so-and-so? I haven't really seen it to this extent in the MLB. This is probably the first time we've had a free agent of, of this stature, you know, have the ability to choose wherever he wants to go and, and be so coveted. It's been a while. I, you know, I, I don't think I remember anything like this because Mike Trout signed an extension. All these guys usually signed extensions you know they don't usually change teams as often as the nba so it's just really weird to see i think it's really cool though because you know now you're getting people from all types of media in here to 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 kind of entertain that you know usually you don't see espn on first take talk about it you don't see 
people on FS1 talk about it. You're getting that now. You're getting people with takes about Shohei, where he's where he's going to go. You know, a free agent frenzy. You know, sweepstakes. Who can trade who for who? And, you know, you had guys like Derek Jeter saying that he should be true. Oh, 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 I told you. Hey, Yankee Mafia. Yankee Mafia, bring up Jeter's ass. He said too much. He said too much, and that's for the... (laughs) Wow, did did the FBI get me or something? Because I'm tired of... I think it was more the Illuminati got you, bro. uh, (laughs) Yeah, look, look. Yeah, so you know, that's my main point is that there's this whole sweepstakes and free agency frenzy about an MLB player that I don't think we've seen in a long time. We see in the NBA a lot, but we haven't seen it in the MLB. And I think that's, for me, it's really cool because I like guys going back and forth and trying out new things, and especially a team like the Angels. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah, um, I just wanted to add this too because obviously we saw the All-Star game. It was a great experience, um, uh, but... I wanted to discuss Ellie De La Cruz, who already now has a commercial, youngest, fastest player to have 15 plus stolen bases, the OPS that he has um, at this point in the season. Uh, you know, he's hitting 350, five home runs, four or five home runs. And immediately when he came up, the Reds won 21 out of 25 games. Now in first place, now he only played 25 games, right? And the thing, the question is, of course, you know, he has only played 25 games. He doesn't deserve to be here, but he has the commercial now. He's made the game exciting. He's possibly the best thing that happened to baseball since, obviously, Shohei Otani is generational. But but if you just take Shohei out of the picture, the best thing that happened to baseball in years. I want to know your guys' thoughts. Should he have been in the All-Star game as, like, an honorary rookie? Maybe they have, like, Grant said this yesterday, and Grant's dad brought this up when I called them, like maybe an honorary rookie that gets the game going, like an all-star, that that's good. I know it sounds crazy and it's like, but he deserves it. He's already a top 10, 15 player in the league. I would have put him there, but you know what? Because of his instant impact, but everyone's like, oh, I played 25 games. So, but you know, that's just my thoughts. I want to ask you guys that. First off, I want you to come up with a book of just your top 50 everything, Brandon. I love it. Shout out to Grant's dad. I do need to know this before I go further. Our insider, by the way, exclusively here on the Sporting Tribune. Um, Brandon, where was the commercial for? What's, what's the deal? Who's he doing the commercial for? Because that's very important. Ooh, ooh, I think it was, wasn't that Gatorade or Nike? Let me see Ellie De La Cruz commercial. I okay, can look so it up. this is big time. This isn't like a chili. Oh, yeah, game. it was with Alex see. Morgan, um, you know, all, all those uh, okay, okay, athletes. That, that, that's that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um, and by the way, Grant, this is why you trade for someone like Shohei Otani when the coverage and all this stuff is something we've never seen before in the sport. You mortgage the farm, even if it's not going to work out in the end, um, because it never works out. That's why you cut off. You brought up Jeter. Jeter's used to trading MVPs for nothing <laughs> and then losing the team that he bought that he couldn't afford. But we'll it was a Mission Jeter's Impossible commercial. My bad. It was a promo for Mission Impossible with athletes brought in. So, so this is what you do. He's a young guy. He's a cheater. Took Grant out of the shit. See, that's what I'm saying. Um, look, you put De La Cruz. You put. Tom Cruise and Della Cruz. <laughs> I just realized that that goes together. You put them together in the stands of the All-Star game and you let them watch. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Everybody knows about the bloodline, the little brother, Solo Sokoa. Everyone knows Solo's a future world heavyweight champion. He's rocking with the best in the game. He's with Roman Reigns. But what do you don't do? You don't just let him win the Royal Rumble. No, it's baby steps. You put him in the spotlight. 
little by little by little. And as easy as next year, once he gets a full season under his belt, then you get into the All-Star game, no problem. He's going to be fan-voted anyway if he keeps stealing second, third, and home. It's a matter of time. To make something cool in Cincinnati is very difficult, just as Joe Burrow. So <laughs> shout-out to him. I don't think he should be in the game. Um, just cause like, uh, I don't want to like people, they're going to, Oh my God, the integrity of baseball. We can't do that. Like whatever. It's fine that he's not in the game put him in the stands. Tom Cruise, Della Cruz. That's a moneymaker in my opinion, humbly and respectfully. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have everyone speechless. So no, I'm just going to say way. it again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess so the commissioner could have done something, but generally speaking, the commissioner will make an exception like he did with Miguel Cabrera for a player who's retiring, who's having a swan song. You know, they, they, they did that with the, you know, Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade as well. Generally, you're not going to do that for a player that, you know, who could be playing in the next 10 to 15 of these things. I agree. Would have loved to have seen him there. But like you said, he won't be there this year. By the way, they, they, they did invite him to the Home Run Derby, I think, but did not want to participate in that. The game itself Smart is a little, kid doesn't want to ruin right? his swing. Yeah, Smart I feel kid. You. I feel you. But, you know, the game is one of those things where you play one, one inning and guys talk to the media, like, right afterwards in the clubhouse, and then they leave sometimes. So, you know, the game it's is not, It's a joke. Out. It's a joke. It's a joke, by the way. And, I, look, I'm going to be real with you. I'm a huge baseball guy. I'm, a, I'm obsessed with baseball, and I will not be watching that game tonight, probably. I have a rec league basketball game I got to go dominate in tonight. I'm not going to be there. Yeah. I'm not going to watch um, it. But like, or last night, last night, I wasn't going to be there because my, my fault. Right. I don't know why. Yeah, I didn't even know what happened last night. I thought it was tonight. See, that's the terrible, terrible promotional by the MLB. I didn't Look, even know. I thought it was Wednesday. It was Tuesday. I don't even I, know one. <laughs> I do need to bring this up because obviously last night was the MLB All-Star game. We talked about the WNB All-Star game that's coming up. Uh, much has been made about the Pro Bowl so much so that they completely changed it. Like, can we relax? And people complain about the NBA All-Star game. They fixed it with the point system. But, like, can we relax and just, like, it's an All-Star game. What are we doing out here? What do we want, a game wow. seven stakes? Like, bro, they're there to have I, Look, look, look. I preferred it. No, 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 no. Grant can attest this. When we were growing up, that meant some. That game meant something. Like if you won, you were gonna get. What you were gonna mean? get. You what have home field advantage in the World Series. That was and what was going on. That. And people hated that. I it thought it was like great. I thought it was great. I'm sorry. It is great. Look, I, I think it, it is great. But you know, I think the incentive has to be a little bit larger than that because a lot of the, like you're gonna get one team from the American League to to get the or the National League to get that home field advantage. So it's not like every team gets it. You know, you're Why playing for another team and an an the all an all-star yeah. game. Let them go yeah, have like, fun. That's like the next charity softball game I go to. Like you guys aren't playing for anything. <laughs> what does this mean? This means nothing. Like the bro, one thing, the one thing it, though, the the one thing that I do think they should change is the jerseys. Have them wear their home and roads again. Yeah, that looks so good. awesome. Just with well, the match. That, up with that is what that they need to change. Never gonna happen. That ain't never gonna happen, bro. It's a business deal. Monday, bro. Monday. Although it's oh interesting because 
just like uh just like you know super bowl stuff goes on sale like almost immediately now i think they pushed it back a month before it used to be as soon as the game was over the day after um like with just memorabilia of the actual super bowl let alone some of the team gear for both teams win or lose yeah um but they don't make too too much but they make enough to keep it going so that's always gonna that's always going to be a thing. I agree with you. Like in any sport, people say it in the NBA all the time too, when everyone was wearing their actual team jerseys and stuff and it's cool on the court, but we, we, we can't, we can't go up against Nike, at least not now here at the sporting tribune, but I feel you. <laughs> yeah, you saw, that. you saw air, you saw air. Nike's Nike's legit. Nike's legit. And also WNBA also going to be the first time we'll see the Jordan logo on both teams too. Um, yeah, and I think earlier too, a couple weeks ago, so like some MLB teams still don't have they are they're starting to do the patch on the actual on the arms. Like I know that they have them on the shoulders, but now they're doing it on the arms. This is a sport that when Spider Man came out, the the first one with Tobey Maguire, they wanted to put Spider Man on the side of the base, like. Like if you're stealing it, like the little side, yeah. people complained and said, "No, we can't." Integrity of the game, and look <laughs> at him now. Look at him now, bro. Everything changes, and the All Star Game should just be fun, in my opinion. Let's have a good time. Throw a couple home runs. Let's see a showy Trout at bat or some type of matchup that we would rarely get, and maybe they'll be serious during that. There'll be little moments of competitiveness. Maybe. Maybe like a, a world versus USA, kind of like basketball does with the rising stars. Maybe have like a world against USA. I think that would be a little bit more fun, I guess. You know, because you get Shohei against Trout again. Oh, yeah. You, you got to try, I mean, try something else. I think it's worth it. I, I think, listen, when you talk, it's hard to make these games mean something. Like, the funny thing is, I've, I keep hearing that they will have another Pro Bowl games in Las Vegas. Here we are in July, and we still haven't heard if they're going to have some kind of a Pro Bowl games. Again, it's all about the money. At the end of the day, you're going to have these games, you're going to have these jerseys because they sell money. All the events in Seattle were sold out. Home Run Derby sold out, games sold out, the merchandise program, TV numbers were good. So like these events will continue to happen. The players don't have to care about them. And they clearly don't when you only play one inning and the press in the press box is told, uh, you know, uh, I'm just trying to think of a name. Mookie Betts has been taken out of a game. He will be talking in the clubhouse because he's going to talk in the clubhouse because he's about to leave. So, um, yeah, we, we just have to figure out a way for these games to, for, for, for people to care about them. Do you know what people yeah. care about real quick? Yeah. Is some of our all-star game coverage in Seattle that you could check out on our YouTube at YouTube.com oh, right. at the Sporting Trip. Or you can just go on Twitter, follow us at the Sporting Trip as well. Like you said, and I'll say it again, a lot of exclusive, a lot of Dodgers, Shohei, Freddie Freeman, Mookie, Kensley Jansen. Kelsey Jansen, sorry, excuse me, my pronunciation. A whole bunch of that content is up there. Uh, so be sure to go check that out. Yeah. Hey, is, uh, hey yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey Jansen is Kenley's <laughs> wife? I apologize. My, my fault. That's all good. It's all good. But Jansen's legit. He's having a great year. And by the way, the Dodgers, isn't it hilarious that the one thing they need is a closer and they had him and now he's great I, again? Uh, throw, I don't need the to hear any of that. I don't need to hear any of that. <laughs> all, all right. I, all I got to say, all I got to say is Jordan Alvarez, O'Neal Cruz. Okay. Let's just trade them all for some, for some relievers that suck. 
some bad moves recently, but and now they're not as bad as the Angels, though. The Angels have made the worst moves over the past decade. I wasn't going to say it. You brought it up. I wasn't going to say it. Look, look, when I shoot, I'm willing to take it. I'm willing to take it. You know, growing up an Angel fan really was not not the best thing in the world. (laughs) By the way, things can be turning around for the team because Brandon's going to go back out to the Big A Friday. As you guys well know, we've talked about it on the show. The team's downward spiral began when, again, we, we, we try to give everyone a, a chance to cover the team. We've got some great reporters out there. Taylor Blake Ward, Taylor uh, 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 Taylor Ari, sorry, mispronounced her name. But Brandon is the hardcore. I mean, he knows the team front to back. So listen, if they, if they go on a run here, I think we're going to have this hashtag keep Brandon on the beat, you know. <laughs> yep. uh, they, and by yeah, I was just gonna say. By the way, sorry to interrupt you, Arash, but it's we, you know we're acting like it's it's um, very, 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 very unlikely that they contend even without Shohei. There have been some positives, like Mickey Moniak, guys that can really hit. Mike Trout, if he comes back healthy, Rendon is still a three hundred hitter with a four hundred OBP when he's healthy. Like there's some positives. They can still do a lot in the offseason if they still want to go in that direction. I think the MLB draft signified they want to compete now, regardless of whether they have Mike. Or, you know, without Shohei or not. It just makes me really proud to see Grant and Brandon, youth, the future of this country, be so invested in baseball. Good I signs the for the future. Thing. Hey, no, but they are they are the uh the exception. Wait, we have hundred percent. If you add Jake, we we must have collected the only hardcore baseball fans <laughs> who are like younger than uh, twenty-five or whatever. I mean, Jake Dicker, Brandon Deutsch. Grant Mona, like hardcore, love the game of baseball. But hey, you know, the you know, this kind of a I don't want to overblow it, but there's kind of a mini revolution going on. Um Ellie De La Cruz, Shohei, uh my boy who's on the cover of the show, even though he doesn't seem to be a good teammate on the market. Josh Chisholm. Yeah, yeah, that that too. But you know, these are in the obviously the game being faster. All I'm saying is to see this stuff happening, I mean, the D-backs that have been terrible, the Orioles, the Marlins again, uh, the Rays like they usually do, to see these these teams that don't usually contend to with the combination of some of the, the young talent, like, it may be enough for me to tune into some games, and that's a good sign because I wouldn't have considered it. But, hey, two hours, two and a half, like, come on, we, we can talk now. So it's good signs for baseball, you know. You can only do so much with, with the terrible commissioner, but a lot of sports deal with that. But it, <laughs> they got some positive signs, though. They are old souls. So I, I do have to bring up this question t- to you guys. And to be honest, Adrian, you just turned 30. So you're still, you know, you still could say you're 29. I mean, you're, you're still young as well. When was the last time you three picked up a physical newspaper? Ooh. You know what? The only, the, the only, the only thing that I picked up was because my grandmother gave me like I think it was on the Rams on the Super Bowl. She gave oh, me okay. the cover where it said Rams or champs or whatever. Yeah. Same, my, with me, same with me. Yeah. The day after the Aces won the championship because I wanted that cover. My, yeah, that's smart. My dad um, is a Time subscriber still, so he gets that. But probably the last time I physically went and picked up a newspaper 
kind of like an egocentric thing, but it was when I was on the cover of this local oh. newspaper in, in high school for winning like a CIF title or something at That's New Roads. Right. Like this was like in high school, but that was the last time I physically went and bought a paper myself. See those. Okay. So I'm going to just say like, those don't count. The reason that I say that is when your team wins a championship or unfortunately after, you know, the tragic passing of Kobe, I think people, people want to get a newspaper to like, as a memento, as a memento. So, I, I guess what I'm saying is as a means of like how you start your day. Like I'm like, you know, you know, I'm 43, but I'm an old soul. Like I still love the uh, tactile pleasure of picking up a physical newspaper and having my coffee. And so, you know, the, the solitaire, the, the, all that. Yeah. Well, right. Well, a crossword puzzle, crossword puzzles. box score. So the news this week that the New York times was disbanding their sports department and that the Los Angeles times where it was going to have 3 PM deadlines, which effectively means no game stories, no standings, no box scores, no, I don't understand why you would get not have TV calendar and things like that, but it's effectively the end of the sports page. There's no reason for you to pick up a newspaper to read that. By the way, uh, the subscription prices in, in this time. So they coincided with the Los Angeles times now being north of $200 per year. If you want a subscription, I'm like, bro, like you're not Netflix. Like that's a lot. Like, (laughs) By the way, hand to God, like I pay that because I love newspapers. I, 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 you know, support local news. So I subscribe to the Review Journal and the Honolulu Star Advertiser and the LA Times and the New York Times. But at some point, even I'm going to have to second guess that because the reason that you subscribe to those things, they no longer provide that. And certainly from a, a print standpoint, I think certainly the physical print newspaper, we all knew that that would go away at some point. I really do believe that uh, this week was sort of the beginning of the end of that. You know, when, when again, the only people supporting a physical newspaper really do pick up the paper for the things that they just took away. If you're, if you're, you know, 50, 60, 70, if you're like an old person and you pick up, the newspaper for the box scores and the standings and the calendar and the TV listings. And you take all that away. There's no reason for them to have it, but we're running up against it. This is definitely a topic. We need to talk I, about this later. For, definitely. For entire yes. show. It's a really big thing uh, because I, I think it's a sad day. It's a day. I think that we saw that was coming for quite some time, but like the day that it hits you, you're, 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 you're still, you're still upset. All right. That's all the time we have for today. Grant, thanks for hopping on again. Uh, let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe, stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.